Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark time never failed you. Flame of Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 50 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. And my name is Chris. Hey, Chris, what's going on? Well, I have to uh, make a quick announcement. Go right ahead. My long-lived um, famous viewer segment where I make up a catchphrase for myself uh, has come to an end in episode you're ending, 50. You're ending it here, 50? It's done. I might bring it back for special occasions only. Okay. Honestly, you just having a hard time. I always forget to think of it in advance, and then when the podcast (laughs) starts, I panic. And like, I just don't need that much anxiety in my life, you know. It's yeah. Like this is another thing weighing on your shoulder. Exactly. You don't want something holding you down. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just gonna do a normal greeting unless something strikes me, and then I'll go with that. But um, for now, you know. I have to say goodbye. That's fine. That's okay. Can you make? Can you believe it though? Episode fifty. Yeah, fifty episodes of Who Would Winning. It's 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 insane. It's it's been a year plus. Uh, fifty episodes. Um, tons of fun. I've been enjoying it. Me too, Steve. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks thanks for being on um, and joining me as the official co-host a couple months back. It really really meant a lot. All your help. Oh, it's it was an honor. It still is. Oh, thanks, Chris. All right. So um, 50th episode, like I said in our previous episode, the whole month of August is Listener Appreciation Month. And um, everybody has, uh, not everybody, but some people have been suggesting some ideas for some episodes. So that's what we're going to do today. Uh, before we get into that, uh, I have some uh, poll feedback for one of our previous polls. Last week's episode in honor of Harry Potter's birthday, if you remember, we did an epic battle royale of the defense against the dark arts teachers. And currently, Severus Snape is winning, Chris, with 67% of the vote to Remus Lupin's 33. That sounds like a low vote total, but I'll take it. It is a low vote total. We, we're recording this episode a little earlier than we used to, so the, the, um, oh, that's the true. poll, the poll hasn't been up for that long, but that's where it currently stands. So um, that's what we're looking at for that. If you haven't listened to it yet, please go ahead and listen to it. Uh, make sure you vote, share it, let people know about it. We would really, really appreciate that. Uh, in addition to that, we also have a review, Chris. You know what time it is? It's made up background time. That's exactly what it is. So we received uh, a... We should make a jingle for that. We, sh- we should. We, had, we should have like a little theme that we get to play whenever we get a, 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 a review. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try one out. All right, nice. So uh, we got a review here, and it was uh, put on Podbean, and I got this alert when I was at work the other day, and I was really, really excited to read it. And the review says, been listening to the podcast for probably six months now. It's an awesome, creative, oddball of a podcast. Listen to this podcast for cool battles of random characters from across pop culture. It's a lot of fun and very entertaining to listen to. Thanks for what you guys do. John from Seattle. All right, here's the weird thing about this review. What's that? I think John um might like be um So so here's what's weird. I'm going to Seattle in like a couple days. You're leaving in 2 days to go to Seattle. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm like a little worried. I was like someone from Seattle reaches out to me like right before. So I'm like what's his angle? Maybe is he like uh is he maybe a stalker? Probably not. I think most fans of the Who Would Win podcast are very well adjusted non-stalkers. Yes. So maybe he's like a um like uh like a CIA guy doing like data collection on people. He probably saw some of my emails, maybe some of my phone calls about Seattle. He's like, "Oh, I'll mess with this guy. I'll say I'm from oh. Seattle." Uh also, this is kind of a long shot. I believe uh John from Seattle might have an odd number of testicles. Why do you think that? He used the phrase oddball, <laughs> and I was like, oh, one or three then. 
Which is it, John? <laughs> Only one or three? Well, it has to be an odd number. So it could be five. That's way too many. That's too many? That's you insane. Don't think, you don't think three is too many? Well, um, I don't know. Have you heard of the Netflix show Shameless? I have not. William H. Macy has three on that show. Really? Yeah, he didn't even know it was weird until he was an adult. Really? I did not know that. I just found that out myself. Do you watch the show? No, Nicole does. Do you think it's William H. Macy's character? Does he live in Seattle? No, I think he's in like Chicago or something. Okay, okay. So, so you're pretty, you're you're pretty certain that John from Seattle, he's CIA. He's he's a uh, he's doing data collection on people. Got he, it. He knows yeah. all of our secrets. Yeah. Now his his username for Podbean is Zim Z I M twelve thirty two. Do you think there's anything hidden in that possibly? Zim. That sounds like the name of a covert CIA data collection program. <laughs> Zim. That's probably what they call it. Like, oh, let's Zim that guy. That means like take all his <laughs> private data. Twelve thirty two. What do you what do you, what do you, what are you thinking? I mean, that's kind of hard for birthdays. December thirty second. Yeah, that that would be yeah. weird, right? Exactly. Unless that's how they throw you off, because that's not a real birthday. Maybe he's trying to say January 1st in like a clever way. Ooh, I think I think you might be right. So, all right, so that's what we or got. Or maybe so, he's hey, trying to say that they'll, there won't be a New Year's this year, because December won't end. end. Oh, my God. It's just going to keep going. 1233, 1234, all the way. 2017 is not going to end. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is what we got. All right. Well, John from Seattle, thank you so much for leaving us a review. We really, really appreciate that. Um, you know, if you if you only have an odd number of testicles and you're a data collector, let us know or continue to hack into our information and leave reviews. I'm fine with uh, it. From, from where we're going to go. Maybe you'll see Chris when Chris is in Seattle in the next couple of days. I'll keep an eye out for um, odd testicled <laughs> man. <laughs> he'll probably stop. He'll probably stop you and say hello. All right, Chris, you ready to get into the 50th episode of the Hoobin cast? Uh, I'm almost ready, Steve. I just wanted to add one piece of information. Sure, go ahead. I just wanted to alert the viewers that we're recording this episode slightly different than usual. You're you're calling we're you're calling via Skype. So yes. hopefully the audio quality is unaffected, but there might be some small little blips and uh, we apologize for that, but hopefully you uh, still like listening to us. Yes, we do apologize in advance. Every single episode we've recorded before this one has been with each other in person. And this was the first time that we really weren't able to, especially because you're leaving to go to Seattle and Vancouver in the next couple of days. So, and we live, what do we live? Like half hour away from each other? Yeah, it's not too bad, but yeah, it's not, it's not that bad, but just to try something out, maybe going forward in the future, it's going to be hard because I'm just in an empty room right now talking to myself. And, you know, Allie's probably like, what is he doing in there? But um, if you think about it, Steve, aren't we all just in empty rooms talking to ourselves? <laughs> you know, what, Chris, you are right. You are so right. All right. So as always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a ratings on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Hey, Chris, what are we talking about today? We're doing fan suggestions. And uh, was this one on Twitter or was this like privately messaged to us? So this one was messaged to us uh, on Twitter uh, from a fan named Andy Baker. Oh, and that should okay. sound that should sound familiar. Andy Baker, does that sound familiar to you? Yes, he is. Uh, he 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 wants to be a, secretly wanted to be a baker. That's right. But he was something else, uh, an accountant. I forget. So I forget too, but that this is I'm assuming that this is the ad baker from. Oh, that's right. He was the ad Podbean agency executive that wanted to be a baker. Secretly wanted to get into baking. Yes, that's right. So so Andy Baker he sent us this uh, request back in I think it was early in July, and I wanted to save this up for our uh, fan suggestions and our 50th episode. So then Andy Baker privately messaged me on Twitter, giving me some information regarding the characters that we're going to be pitching today. Which um, was just helpful because so we didn't yeah, know one of them. We really did not know. And I had to do a lot of research. And I'm actually kind of really interested in playing this game now that we're going to talk about. All right. So Just I have so, to tell you real quick, Steve, don't do it. It'll suck no? your life away. Will it really? Have you played this game no, that we're going to No, I don't because I'll just – let's just let's just <laughs> stop teasing this and we'll just – we'll say the topic and then I'll warn you about the dangers. All right, go – Go ahead. So what are we, what are we arguing? So, so this is going to be Sonic the Hedgehog 
famed blue hedgehog from the Sonic the Hedgehog series versus Tracer from the um, multiplayer online battle arena Overwatch. Yes. Uh, Tracer yeah. has a real name, but I don't know what it is. Lean- it is Lena Oxton. Yeah, thanks. Yes, I've, I've done my research. So it won't be just a normal fight, though. That's right. It will be a battle on the American Ninja Warrior course. The great TV show that you watch on Spike at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I watch it way more than that. <laughs> so also Thursday afternoon uh, at 4 o'clock. I used to watch this show um, in college a lot, but I don't think it was called American Ninja Warrior. Did they have another name for it? Was it like um, Japan? Japan's next Ninja think Warrior? They did have something before American Ninja Warrior. You're not thinking of the show MXC, are you? Most Extreme Elimination no. Challenge. No, I'm not. Okay. Just because curious. I remember I was in because in college we were like, man, they should do like an American version of this, and then it started, and they've done a lot of it in the past couple years. So, so yeah, so we're gonna pinch pitch uh, Tracer from Overwatch against Sonic. The Hedgehog. Now, we have not done any video game character fights on this podcast yet. So this is another reason why I really wanted to do this one, because it's really the first uh, video game. Now, you love playing video games. Is that an understatement? Oh, I do like video games. I actually have to correct something really quick, because people are probably really angry. I called Overwatch a multiplayer online battle arena, and apparently it is not. Oh, what would you qualify, or what do they qualify it as? Uh, One second. There was a whole thing about why it isn't. Oh. People were like, I was like, oh, I don't want that ang- angry fan mail. Multiplayer online first person shooter. Let's just Got leave it. it at that. Wiki- okay, that's we'll what Wikipedia that. says. You can't argue with Wikipedia. No, everything's true on Wikipedia. So, so yeah, so you're, you're a big fan of video games. We kind of talked about, uh, you playing the Switch. Uh, you love Nintendo games. Uh, you have a PS4? Yeah, I've had a, I've had Sony consoles for a while. Well, yeah, actually, Sony no, consoles. just since PS3, actually. PS2, okay. PS3, PS4. So, so you grew up with Nintendo, and then as you've gotten older, you've stuck with Nintendo, but also branched out to Sony? That is correct. That is accurate. Okay. Oh, cool. Very nice. I The last system I bought was an Xbox 3... Actually, I didn't buy it, but the last one I got was an Xbox 360 Elite. Did you steal it? Uh, Santa gave it to me. Okay. That makes sense. I was just making yes. sure you didn't steal it. No, I didn't steal it. Yeah, uh, I got it for Christmas, uh, 2007. So I've had it for almost 10 years, and it's still running. You still fire up actually, Halo every once in a while? Uh, I haven't played Halo in a while, and now that you mentioned, I think I might. I've actually been playing a lot of Battlefront 2 uh, since the new Battlefront's coming out, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. But like, I I I am kind of interested in getting a new console, but it's just so expensive, and I don't know if I really have the time. Maybe. I'll think about it. No, I get it. Time time is harder to come by as you get older. Yeah. But um luckily I have people that have PS4s and uh switches that I can just uh a bum off of and I'm not ashamed to say that. Yeah, anytime. Come on over. Thanks. So do you want to give some background information on Sonic the Hedgehog? Oh, I and sure do. Then then I'll do some on uh Tracer. Yeah, I would love to. So I okay. I don't have a ton on Sonic the Hedgehog, but I'll tell you the the basics. Okay. So uh Sonic the Hedgehog. He's a blue hedgehog. He started out, I believe, on the Sega Genesis. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. When, and the first game was just called Sonic the Hedgehog. If that I had is, a if, Sega Genesis. Me, me too. And I played Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Sonic and Knuckles, which had like the little top flap that you could open and you could plug in other Sonic games. And then you could play as Knuckles in those Sonic games. It was crazy. I love playing as Knuckles when you could just fly. Oh my gosh, Knuckles going over was the so course. cool. You, you yeah. just like skip half the level as like just yeah, glide it was amazing. everything. Exactly. Yeah, so that that was that was Sonic's uh, early life. He he uh he's a blue hedgehog, he's fast, speed is his kind of his thing. Mm-hmm. He uh he has gloves and shoes. I don't know, that's not important. I just wanted to mention it. He had a best friend named Tails who was like a, a fox with his tails like split up. He could kind of hover on his t- with his tails. Okay. Um he eventually had some other um, friends slash some, sometimes enemies, depending on the game, uh, with Amy and Knuckles. I think Amy was like that pink one. Yep. And then uh, Knuckles is the red one we talked about that could glide, and he could like punch. He could like climb walls, too. He was just the best. Uh, his enemy was Dr. Eggman, mm-hmm. who I think they used to call Robotnik, and there's some type of interesting story, which like why, <gasps> why oh, it changed. Yeah. I remember and, Robotnik. Um, 
unfortunately, I just remembered that fact now, and so I don't know why, but <laughs> by the end of the podcast, I will tell you That's why fine. they changed from Robotnik to Dr. Eggman. Great. So Sonic games are pretty well, pretty known for uh, collecting rings. You collect these little golden rings. Going all over the place for those rings. Exactly. And then um, most of the Sonic games also had a part where you could collect these crystals, the Chaos Emeralds, mm -hmm. they yep. were called. And if you yes. got all of them, you could have some special powers depending on the game. Sometimes you could like be like invincible or fly around or... It'd be like an extra boss fight at the end. Something, something like that. Something to give you a little boost. Yes, exactly. Uh, but it was usually really, really hard to get them all, and I never did because I wasn't good at games when I was little. I'm least, sorry, Chris. Yeah, I mean, it, sound, it, sound, it sounds like this is something that's been, you know, building inside you for um, a while. Yeah, I mean, my brothers were better than me. It, it, uh, it's coming up to the surface. You don't want to bring this up. We don't have time for this. <laughs> Just um, so um, Sonic's been in some other like stupid games since then, like Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Um, recently, the Sonic games have been very poorly received. Oh, um, yeah, like the 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 recent ones that people are just like, stop ruining Sonic. I I feel like Nintendo's kind of been striking out lately. Well, this this is oh, this Nintendo. is Sega. That's right. Yeah, so I think I was trying to look that before I said it, but I think Sega still owns Sonic. Does it? But is Sonic in Nintendo games or no? Um, well, they they've done like that, like the Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, like they've done crossover stuff. So, what platform is the new Sonics on? Give me a second, I'll tell you. Uh, Nintendo DS had some. Okay, that's where I'm getting like kind of crossed. Right, right, right. Um, okay. What else? What else? They couldn't have just. Yeah, like the. Uh, yeah, PlayStation Three. Yeah, the, the, they went out on what looks like most of the popular consoles too. Okay, got it. I was trying to find the name of the one that people thought was really, really bad, <laughs> and I'm not sure what it is. So I don't want to say the wrong thing. That's Sonic. Fine. It might have been Sonic Forces. Was that supposed to be like the fourth one? No, no? They've, they've made so many Sonics. Um, there's, there have been some good ones in there. Um, there was um, one called Sonic All-Stars Racing or All-Stars Racing Transformed. Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. That was a, that was a racing game with Sonic characters. It was pretty good. Did you get to play it? Yeah, I played that one. I like that. Oh, nice. That's pretty much all, uh, all you need to know about Sonic. He's a blue hedgehog. He's really fast. Yeah, yeah Sonic's pretty well known. Now, when it comes to, uh, Tracer here... Not, not so much. Yes. When, when, when Andy Baker suggested this fight, I, I honestly, I said, who? And I was really glad he sent us the information that could really help me do a little, uh, research into this character. So, uh, Tracer's real name is Lena Oxen, and she was introduced in the 2016 Blizzard Entertainment game Overwatch. Blizzard, you know, owns, uh, World of Warcraft as well. Uh, she is voiced by English actress Kara Theobald, um, and the, only thing I could find that she also did that I think might be well known to other people, she played a character named Ivy Stewart in the show Downton Abbey. Uh, I think she was in like the first like three seasons. She was a main uh, star. I don't know anything about Downton Abbey. Huh. I watched, watched Downton it. Abbey, but I don't remember that character. Yeah, Ivy Stewart. Uh, so the person who played that voices uh, Tracer here. So uh, a little background about tracer she is the youngest person to join the overwatch organization uh their their experimental flight program now she was selected to test pilot this flight program which was called the slipstream and it wasn't a teleporting fighter and it was completely experimental so it was this jet i suppose that could pretty much teleport now during one of the test flights there was a malfunction and it left her body like adrift in time. She had no physical body whatsoever. She was just kind of floating through different time periods because that's what the fighter was designed to do. And she was pronounced dead. Now, there is a scientist who worked for Overwatch, and his name is Winston. And he's a gorilla. Like, legitimately, he's a gorilla scientist. And he developed this chronal accelerator that allowed her to control her time and to give her a body. Um, so she has to wear this chronal accelerator, it seems. And by her wearing this, she can have a body again and not be lost in time. But due to that experience she had through the slipstream, 
it does give her time bending abilities that she can control going forwards and backwards in time, which is actually pretty cool. That's like an amazing origin story, in my opinion. That is pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, she is British. She is 26 years old. She's five foot four. She's from London. Uh, she's very peppy, energetic, bubbly, spunky, and fast. And she is also uh, part of the LGBTQ society or the group, the whatever, however you want to say. Uh, she has a girlfriend in the comics named Emily. So uh, that's a little bit about Tracer there. So she, she uh, go ahead. I was going to say of the Overwatch characters, she probably is one of the more well known. Yeah, she's. I think she, like she's on the cover of all of the Overwatch uh, promotional materials. So she is definitely, like you said, the most well known character. And there, there's different classes of characters that I found out during my research. There's like offensive characters and defensive characters. She is considered an offensive character. Um, and like I mentioned, she has some time bending abilities, uh, that she uses during the game, uh, that helps her go through her missions and her tasks and takes out her enemies. So that's what we're looking at. So that is Tracer going against Sonic the Hedgehog in American Ninja Warrior. So, uh, I did some research and I found this really cool article and it, it's called a viewer's top 10 American Ninja Warrior obstacles. And this guy, his name is Being Brett is Fun. He That's went probably through, not his, his real name. Pro, uh, his name is probably Brett. I would, That's I would guess. guess. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, um, he said that he wanted somebody else to make a top 10 list of the craziest American Ninja Warrior obstacles and no one did it. So he thought, fine, I'll just do it on my own. So uh, he went through and he made a whole list. And I will put this link in our show notes. That way you can see the list also uh, of the top 10 hardest categories. Do you, do you have this link up, Chris? I'm looking so at it right now. It. Great. So what we're going to do is in American Ninja Warrior, they go through a bunch of obstacles in order to get to the very end. And whoever gets there the fastest is crowned the American Ninja Warrior or moves on to the the finals or the next round or whatnot. So we're going to use these 10 obstacles and pitch why Tracer and Sonic would be the best going through these, what difficulties would they have, pointing out each other's flaws, and also describing what these different um, obstacles look like, just so that way you, the listener, can kind of have an idea of what they're like. So, ready to go, Chris? I'm ready to go, Steve. All right. So, uh, in tenth, the tenth one we have here going will go down is the half pipe attack. And what it looks like, it's it, it's a basic half pipe, and you have to run up the half pipe and jump off of it and grab a swing or a hanging rope and swing across onto a landing platform. Would you Would you agree with that, Chris? Yeah, I would just add one thing that the half pipe is on its side, like a, like a normal half pipe rotated ninety degrees. Yes. So you kind of have to you're running sideways. In the half pipe. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. Now, I'm assuming there's – it's hard to see in this picture of the guy swinging, but it looks – I'm assuming that there's a body of water – not really a body yes, of water, but there's there, probably a tank of water. Yeah, there is. I looked up some other pictures to make sure, and uh, yeah. Okay. So can we safely assume going forward that whenever somebody is in midair at some point, below them is water? I, that's that's a pretty safe assumption, yeah. It's a pretty safe assumption? Okay. All right, so let's start with Sonic going through this. Uh, what's Sonic doing? All right, Sonic's probably not going to have any problem with this obstacle. Okay. Um, assuming the rope is long enough for him to reach. So Yes. Uh, honestly, he might not even need the rope. Running sideways for Sonic is basically like normal day-to-day thing. Like run, he runs sideways, he runs upside down, he jumps off of walls. That's, that's no problem. So he gets to start on a little platform uh, on one side of the half pipe, and he has to get to the other. So he's probably going to, you know, charge up his spin move to build up some speed cuz he can just do that. He can just he can just build up speed and have instantaneous acceleration. And then he'll zoom himself up the side of the half pipe. He'll he'll jump off and he'll uh he'll shoot himself off to the other side, no problem. This is not okay. going to be an issue for Sonic. I think that's fair. Usually in American Ninja War, the earlier ones are the easiest ones, so that that would make sense for this one to kind of be a walkthrough for both of our characters. Uh, same thing here, uh, with Tracer. She's, she's extremely quick, so she's going to have no problem running up the, that part of the half pipe and especially jumping on to the rope and grabbing it and swinging across and getting there. No problem. Um, what, some things I should bring up about Tracer. Do you know about her powers here, Chris? 
I, I know she had some time travel related powers. I think she can, um, like warp herself ahead in time. And I think she can, uh, like reset to like back in time. Is that right? Yeah. So she has, yes. So a couple of her main powers, the first one's called blink. And this all has to do with what happened to her in that experimental, uh, teleportation, uh, experiment with the, the jet there. So her, her power called blink, she can teleport in the same direction that she is traveling. Um, and she can kind of do it like in three bursts. So she can kind of move ahead, boom, move ahead, boom, move ahead, boom, um, quite quickly in order to kind of move ahead. Um, so if anything were to happen, like if she slipped or something, she could do that and go forward to kind of make up for her mistake. Uh, so that way she doesn't like fall or something and grab onto the rope uh, and swing across. Another power she has is also called recall. And it allows her to rewind her position three seconds in the past. Um, but she has to wait 12 seconds in order for her to do something like that again or to, I believe, use blink. So it by her using her powers, she's going to have to wait a couple seconds in order to do it again if she wants to. So we're probably thinking once per obstacle for her powers then. Because generally uh, they're over pretty quickly. You know, if you have to wait, what would you say, how many seconds? So it's three-second recharge for the blink and 12-second cooldown recharge for the recall. So probably only one recall. At least I think these are over in less than 12 seconds usually. Yeah, so one recall, uh, 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 an obstacle. Yes, I, I'd, I'd agree with that. And then some, like for this one, I don't know if blink's going to help her that much if she has to go the same direction because you have to change your direction to jump off the wall. Correct. So if if she wanted to use her, her blink powers for this, it would be solely for trying to cut time off the clock, which is extremely important in American gotcha. Ninja Warrior. Gotcha. So so yeah, she could just do her blink powers to get her kind of kind of get her ahead in order for her to get onto that rope and swing across. If anything happened and she fell off the rope, um if she didn't use her blink powers, she could use recall to kind of get her to the previous spot in order to readjust to make sure that doesn't happen again. But if she does fall off and lands in the water, she's SOL because she didn't have that 12-second recharge. Now, I would normally complain about your powers being, like, overpowered right now. But I'm not uh -huh. because Sonic can, like, defy the laws of physics. I can't even argue with that. So like, you can travel back in time. That's fine. Oh, thanks, Chris. I'm, I'm glad that you are approving of what the character is actually able to do. Well, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, so when Sonic is done, is he going to stop? And then go into the next obstacle and like analyze it, or is he just going to go straight through? Sonic's not a big stopper. He doesn't really think things out. He kind of just runs. Do, so don't you think that could possibly hold him back in succeeding if he's just going for it? Because a good American Ninja Warrior, they stop, they take their time, they look and see what they have to do in front of them. They just don't go for it. Yeah, but they're not they're not magical hedgehogs like Sonic is. Okay, I guess this is a fair argument. So, um, I don't. I Sonic may have some trouble with some obstacles. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll bring that up when it gets there. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So the next stops, are you good with that obstacle? Yeah, I'm good. I mean, I, I think, you know, both our characters fast speed, give a, give them a good running start up the, up the wall and they'll be able to jump off. That's not too bad. Yeah. It, it's, it's a good starting one to get you going. All right. So the next, uh, difficult one that this, uh, nice gentleman put in his list is called the unstable bridges. And basically what it is, is imagine a piece of plywood hanging by chains and there there's a couple of them spaced maybe like two feet apart from each other and they're at different angles and you have to pretty much uh carry yourself across uh the different uh pieces of plywood i don't know if you would uh add anything else to that there chris no that's a pretty good description yeah I'm that's seeing... why it's called the unstable yeah. bridges um just because they also swing since they are on Chains, a chain, right? Um, most that I'm seeing is just two of them. Have you seen yeah, this, any? This picture just has two. I think I've seen one with three. All right, so with two or three, two or three. Same idea, yeah, though. Yes. So you're gonna have to hop between them using your hand. I mean, this is all upper body movement. So or all um, upper body strength. So here's the thing. That's probably not gonna work for Sonic. It's gonna so be tough. He's gonna have to jump on top of the boards and run across the top. So he's going to run across. Do we the know top. if this is a rule violation according to American Ninja Warrior rules? Honestly, I have no idea. Like, I don't, I don't like, know if that here's what the obstacle is get across or is it like you have to do it this way? 
That's a good question because there are some people that get across. I think it's just getting across. So if if that's the case, I think Sonic has to just jump on top of them. Right. So so I kind of was alluding to some of what some, what might hold him back. Sonic's like three feet tall. Right. He's not going to – he probably – his arms might not be able to reach around this board. No, it's not going to be able to. So in, – In addition, what's he got on his hands? He has – he's wearing gloves. He's wearing like these big white Mickey Mouse looking gloves. I mean, that's not going to have good grip on on a, on a wood wooden board here, and you're able to move yourself across. They might have little grippies on them, like the little rubber things on them. They might. It's possible. One thing that helps Sonic out though is that he doesn't have a lot of weight to carry, so that wouldn't right. be that very difficult. light, very light. Yeah. Blink or uh, Tracer here. If she she could, I'm sure she has some sort of upper body strength, and that she would be able to bring herself uh, across these boards. But if she wanted to follow in Sonic's lead or even do it before him, she could just blink on top of the boards and just safely walk across. So if you can only blink the direction you're going, you're saying you could kind of jump up at them and blink yourself up there? Correct, yes. Mm, seems a little tricky, but I guess it's possible. But then you'd you have to like balance yourself on top of them because like, you would be you wouldn't be going the direction you'd want to be once you blinked up there because you'd kind of be going on an upward angle. Then she'd right. have to land on an uneven board and make sure she could balance. Sonic's just going to be like, take it at a run. So so is he going to be running and then just jump up there? Yes. Okay. Is he going to be spinning at all during this, or is he just going to uh, be... He sometimes just spins when you're not trying to. If you're ever playing right. Sonic and you're like, shoot, why is he spinning right now? Right. But he, that could happen, but I don't think it's going to mess him up on this obstacle. Okay. Um. Now, what? so we think that water is probably below this. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I was doing some research, and uh, Sonic suffers from aquaphobia. He's afraid of water? That, I, that's what I found in my research. I didn't know that. Well, he's that's fine. He's yeah. not going to fall. But don't you think he's going to be like a little scared if he's afraid of water, and he's doing all these challenges, and if he's up there, and he looks below him, and there is water so down there? here's the thing. Sonic doesn't really think things through very much. He's not going to worry about the water. He's just going to be like... I'm so great. I'm the best. I'm not going to fall in the water. That's kind of how Sonic works. Sounds very narcissistic. Sonic is a bit of a narcissist, yes. Which might be good for him to be on American Ninja Warrior because some of the big narcissists, like people really, really love because they think that they're like the best on American Ninja Warrior, which is something I wanted to point out too with Tracer. Tracer has the perfect attributes for somebody on American Ninja Warrior. She's peppy, energetic, spunky bubbly like those are the people that everybody love to cheer on so i think she's going to get a lot of audience praise I, while she's going through i think through she the would course. be a crowd favorite but here's the thing yeah. imagine you're watching american ninja warrior and a beloved video game franchise character comes up you're going to be yeah, like, like Whoa. like tracer well yeah but i think sonic's a little more well known oh, that's a, yeah I, I, I think so I, uh, I think with the older generation sonic yeah that's kind of what i mean the generation yeah. that might be watching american ninja warrior Okay, I can see that argument. But I don't know. That's hard to say, actually. Yeah. All right, it'd be cooler for me to see a hedgehog, like an anthropomorphic hedgehog, than a person. A teleporting person? Um. Yeah, I'm going to say I'd rather see an anthropomorphic hedgehog att attempting uh, death-defying stunts than a person teleport. Okay, that's your opinion. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough call, though. <laughs> it is a really tough call. I mean, Sonic can do some pretty cool stuff, too. He can move so fast that you can't even see his legs. He just looks like a spinning ball. I know. Yeah, that's what he does. He just looks like a spinning ball with like steam coming off of him. Yeah. And just goes for it. All right. Let's do the next one. Flying bars. How would you describe flying bars here? Flying bars. So it's uh, basically a a metal bar, like like a pull up bar type thing, mm -hmm. um, suspended on some things that are holding it, and you kind of have to hop yourself across. Yes. So it's like doing a bunch of pull-ups and then moving the bar along a track. I'm going to say Tracer's using her blink power right here. Uh, if you have all of these different so pull-up bars. Hmm. How far forward can she move per blink? Does so it depend on her what, current speed? So this is where I'm a little confused in my research, and I'm sure our fans are going to call us out on it. So I found one instance online. It said 7.8 meters, which is about 25 and a half feet. I don't know if that's just if she only does it like once because I was watching some gameplay and it seems like she just does it in like 
short bursts that are maybe like, I don't know, like 10 feet apart from each other. At most 10 feet, of, 10 feet apart from each other. So I'm not really exactly sure on that. On the, on the, the Overwatch Wikipedia, it said 7.8 meters distance for the blink. Uh, so I don't know exactly what that depends on. Hmm. Cause 25.5 feet, I mean, that's like an entire obstacle. And I'm not going to argue that she's just going to blink across the obstacle. So would you, cause even, she still has, are you even going to bother trying to hold the bar and blink yourself across? Or are you just going to try to skip the whole thing? I'm not going to skip the whole thing, but like, I would like jump, I would skip like, cause you see how there's a whole bunch of these, these bars that you yes, have to do. Yes. So I would say she would skip like, at least like five of them just to maybe get towards the end. Or if she gets to the middle of them and there are 10 of them, then she would just blink to the next one just to get across. So it does look like there's some gaps in between. You have to make sure you don't blink on a gap. I know. And that's a problem. And you only get, you get one reset, I guess, if you mess up with your, uh, well, and well, the problem is too, is if I blink, then I have a three second recharge time until I can either blink again or do something again or do a recall. So, I'd be pretty much falling, hoping that that would last three seconds, which it's not going to. That's a good point. So, um, this sounds tough for Tracer. I'm not sure. So, Sonic being three feet tall and having arms that look like spaghetti. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how he can. He can't really jump on top of this one. Yeah, like how's he going to get up there? So, here's how I propose Sonic could get across this. Okay. Uh, two things of increasing um cheapness first he just gets a really fast running start and jumps the thing so, okay it's possible know, i mean yeah. sonic does you can fly pretty far in, in some sonic games two sonic brings with him uh some chaos emeralds right and he uh i don't know what you do with them you eat them you you pray to them you kind of like hold them i don't know what activates them but he does and he uses the power of the Chaos Emeralds to kind of just, like, propel him. Like, he can sometimes fly with the Chaos Emeralds. He just flies across. Or he just, like, it probably would give him more strength and he could hop the bar across. So I kind of need I kind of need some help on this obstacle. Do you think that would be considered, like, PEDs? Uh, violation, probably, of American Ninja oh, Warrior man. policy? Well, do we know that American Ninja Warrior prohibits um, that kind of thing? I'd be willing to assume I don't know 100%, but I'm pretty sure that American Ninja Warrior does not encourage the use of performance-enhancing drugs. Let's do a quick Google search and find <laughs> out. Does American Ninja Warrior allow PEDs? Here's someone asking if they test for them. Oh, that's a good question. And then he says in his post, well, do they? <laughs> well, this is the thing, though. Like... If Sonic hasn't used them in a while, that's like in the middle of a competition, a guy just taking out like gummies and just eating them or just taking a needle well, and just injecting himself. He might just keep be able to keep them in his pocket and use them when he wants. Okay. This is interesting. <laughs> they also work differently in different games, so I kind of picked how I wanted them to work. Oh, I see. Now I got a question for you here. What what would be Sonic's motivation to get across the course? Sonic wants to be the best. Okay. Let's let's look up some Sonic catchphrases and you'll probably see just the character I'm talking about, Sonic the Hedgehog. I hope I don't get proven wrong. Uh so unfortunately the top video game link or the top link on Google was people talking about Sonic. It's just quotes about Sonic. Ah, uh, yeah, that's 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 not good. Um, do you think that there are anything in the games that encourages Sonic to get across his various obstacles? I mean, that's pretty much the whole the whole game. You're trying to get through obstacles, and you kind of have a little bit of freedom, like to do them how you want. Like sometimes you can skip over things. There's usually multiple paths you can take. R right now, is is there anything in the game that kind of encourages him to move along? Like any like positive reinforcement or rewards? Well, he does get those those sweet, sweet golden rings. He gets those sweet, sweet golden rings. There are no sweet golden rings on these obstacles. What's what is giving him the motivation to go through these obstacles, Chris? If there's no golden rings, he's I, not getting anything out of it. Probably, he someone told him there's a golden ring at the end, and he's like, "Oh, oh so, to get to the end." So, so, so are, he's he's very easily tricked. Probably, I think Sonic does get tricked sometimes. He's very gullible. Yeah. Dude, does he think it's like an onion ring? 
No, he would have to be told it's a golden ring. It's a golden ring. And I don't know where he keeps them either, like in his pocket. I was actually reading up about that because I was going to try to argue that it would slow you down. But um, especially if you had a ton of them. But even the developers of Sonic have said that they have no idea where they go. That seems fair. Yeah, that just kind of goes. They just increment the counter in the top right corner of the screen and then you're good. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's do the next one. Jump hang. The jump hang is pretty much you're jumping off of a ledge onto a giant cargo net and you have to climb your way down. uh, And then it starts to pretty much get at a 90 degree angle or like a 180 Mm -hmm. degree angle. I believe you you also kind of climb climb upside down. I think you also can climb up if you want to try to climb over it. I'm sure you could if you wanted to. That would take some time, though. Yeah. So um, So you mind if I do Sonic first on this one? No, go ahead. I'm thinking Sonic's extreme lightweight is is probably going to be an advantage here. He has, like, moderate physical ability, like, in terms of physical strength. So I think he's just going to be able to climb down and take advantage of the fact that he's not very heavy. To not, he, won't pull the, he won't pull the rope down too much, and he'll, uh, he'll just swing himself over. What do you think about his, his arms, the gloves? Don't you think that's going to be kind of an inconvenience? He's not going to be able to really reach uh, that far with his tiny little arms. I mean, he can, he can just take it one, one, he can reach between the, it's a, it's a large rope, you know, it's like, he doesn't have to reach very far to grab the next piece of rope. Okay. So I, I think he just might have to take it, you know, he can't go like four feet at a time on this rope, but he can go one foot at a time. So it might take some time then off the clock. Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be his quickest obstacle. Okay. Uh, now what do you think the distance is between this cargo net and the water below? Uh, can't really see from the picture. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's that much. Like, I don't think, I think some people like, if they like dip down too much and hit the water, then they're out. So it's interesting that you were, that you looked that up because I was curious to see that. And if you touch it a little bit, that's okay. But I think if you have like a full submersion of something, then you're disqualified. Okay. Cause I was reading, um, the description on here and I think he said something like someone got disqualified for getting, Oh, maybe it's not this one. Maybe it's a different one. Okay. Maybe I, I think they might have changed the rules recently as well. Oh, for what constitutes like going in the water? Yeah, because I, I do remember a time where you touched the water with anything and you were you were done. Um, but then I remember some other times where people just kind of skim the water and they just keep going and they're fine. Yeah, I have seen people touch the water before. Don't you think Sonic's going to be scared if he's climbing down there and he, the water's right below him? You, Sonic's not that afraid. So first of all, I haven't been able to confirm Sonic's fear of water. I found it on Sonic's Wikipedia. Aquaphobia was used, and it said that he sinks like a rock. So he does. I, <laughs> Some games, when you fall in the water, he would just yeah. sink. So if I knew I would, if I could sink as a rock, if I was near water, I'd be terrified. Especially if you're hanging upside down, where you could just slip at any moment. You have no idea what's going to happen. It'd be terrifying. I'm telling you, Sonic doesn't really have fear. He doesn't. What do you, he doesn't think things through enough to like be afraid of consequences of his actions. That, that I think that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I'll say Tracer. Tracer is going to have no time jumping. Uh, if she wants to in midair, she could blink. If she wants to, uh, she doesn't have to. But it could definitely, like I said, shave some time off the clock. Um, I mean, she's physically fit, so she's going to have no problem climbing down underneath that and moving along to the next obstacle. All right, that's probably fair. Okay. I have, right. nothing, I have nothing to refute you. That's that's fine. That's fine. That's because Tracer's amazing. All right. Next one. The log grip. Wait, did I skip yeah, one? Yeah, you skipped the hang climb. I thought I just did. Oh, I did the jump hang? Yeah. So, that, so the jump hang? Oh, okay. okay you want to just skip the hang climb? Maybe it's a sign that we should just skip it. Yeah, I think it is a sign we should just skip it's it. It's just a hanging climbing wall. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's it's a rock climbing wall that's pretty much at a, I don't know, 20 degree angle. Yeah, it's pretty extreme. Yeah, uh, that that would be tough. I, I don't know how either of us would do that. Sonic would have to run on top of it again. He'd have to cheat. If he, if he is able to get on top of that. Yeah. I, yeah that. Sometimes he can jump like three times his height, so it's it's possible I mean, he can jump really I think, high. I think he could definitely jump on top of it, but I think it... I don't know if they have something blocking it, so that way you can't do that. But you never know. That's a good point. Yeah, you can't tell from this picture. All right, so let's go to the log grip here. This is one of the most famous ones, I feel, on American Ninja Warrior. 
Yeah, pretty well known. It's a, it's pretty much a giant log looking thing that you pretty much have to hug and grab onto. And it goes down kind of like a slide. And every now and then it kind of juts down a little bit. So you really have to hold on tight so that way you don't fall off of it. Uh, I don't know if you would add anything else uh, to that. No, that's pretty good. Uh, this this picture we're looking at is a vertical one. I, they've also had a, like a horizontal variant where you hold, where you're laying down, holding onto a log, and they spin. Yes, they it will spin. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of like a spinning log grip, where this is just a sliding log grip. Sure. Yeah, that sounds like a good distinction. Yeah. So uh, Tracer, she has really really long arms. I mean, I said she she's uh, five foot four online so her her wingspan is what two or no it's five foot four but her one of her arms is probably like two and a half feet long a little longer than that so um she's gonna have no problem reaching around and grabbing on to the um barrel here but she's not gonna be able to blink because this distinctly uh relies on her holding on to this barrel here yeah, that's true because you won't be you won't be able to go the right direction. Right. If I if she blinks, she won't be on it and she would just be pretty much hugging an imaginary barrel in midair and then she would just fall. That is true. So she is strictly relying on her abilities as an uh, a trained soldier basically in order to get across this here. Uh what what do you think Sonic's going for here? He he can't I don't think he can really <laughs> cheat this one out. So you're probably saying Chris Sonic can't reach the handholds. His that's arms what I, that's are too what, short. That's what I was going to argue. I think that's probably true. Also, they look too high up like for him to reach. So here's <laughs> yeah. what Sonic's going to try. It's risky, I'll admit, but he's done some crazy things. So, I have an idea in my head, and I'm curious if this is what you're going to oh, say. I hope it is. Oh, that'd be cool. All right. Yeah. So, so I it is established that Sonic can run on walls when needed. He can just run sideways. Okay. So what he's going to do is... He's going to start running. Uh, he's going to build some speed up, and then he's going to run in a circle. Uh, like he's going to be standing up running on the log. So he'll be he'll be horizontal. His body will be horizontal with his feet on the log. He'll be running around it in circles as it okay. falls down. So he'll be, as it's moving, he'll just be running around it in circles. So he'll, so he'll be running around the log yep. while it's going down? Yes. And he'll be horizontal? Yep. Sounds hard, well, right? It it sounds extremely difficult. I, I agree. This is this is going to take a lot of lives. Do you? If this was in a Sonic game, <laughs> and you don't have any rings in American Ninja Warrior, so you have nothing to protect you here. Yeah, and if he is hits that, the water, he'll die. So, and and he'll sink like a rock. Uh, is he? Is is that going to allow the the barrel to move? That's a good point. I don't really know. I'm not good enough at physics to know the forces involved in Sonic running around in a circle on it yeah that 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 is not what i thought you were gonna say what do you think you're you're way more creative than me i thought that you were just gonna jump on top of it and just kind of ride it down like a gondola kind of thing that there is some precedent for that in sonic games he, he does he does sometimes surf or or like skateboard or ski or something yes. like that well this is the hard thing too he would have to give himself a little bit of a push because you're the one responsible for getting the log moving right and if he's just hanging on top of it, he's not going to be able to get it moving. So, yeah, what he'd have to probably do is push it and then jump to it. Exactly. And While then, it's moving. And then, and then you have, Yeah. Which, hey, there is president, like you yeah, said. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. All right, let's move to the jumping spider. The jumping, jumping spider. Now, I'm really curious how you're going to do this one. This is actually... So, you, you, you're, this Sonic has a similar weakness where he's too short. So, this one, it's uh, it's like two parallel walls. And basically, you you push your arms and legs out against the side and kind of hop yourself up, with, like, like like a, a jumping spider. Like a spider would jump up. Yeah. Yes. So again, Sonic, he's too short. He's not going to be able to reach his arms across the gap. It looks to be, oh man, I don't know. What would you say? Like a five 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 foot gap? I would I would say it's probably about five foot. Yeah. So Sonic's three feet tall. He's he's not going to be able to reach. No. But what Sonic can do is wall jump. So wall jump, pretty ah. well known in video mm. games. You jump up to one wall and you kind of jump off of that up to another wall. This is this is basically made for that. If you were playing this game in a video game, you'd be like, "This is easy. I just have to wall jump up this." So he hops up the wall. He pushes himself, kind of back and forth, zigzags up. That's a quick one for Sonic, actually. 
Yeah, I, can, I actually really agree with you. I think that's exactly what Sonic would do. This is like perfect for him it, to do his wall jumping. Agreed. Moves. It's it's yeah. actually perfect for him. Yeah. Now, what I'm going to argue here is take a guess. I'm going to say. Oh, you're going to blink your way up. And the reason I I'm I'm really saying that for this one is because if you ever watch like the people doing the jumping spider who are really good at it and know what they're doing, they can do it extremely fast. Yeah, they just like hop up really fast. It looks like they're blinking themselves it, up. Exactly. It looks like they're blinking themselves up. So I feel like there is precedent where it seems as though people are blinking while doing the jumping spider, and that's what she would do to get across it. And, I mean, that's her ability, so um, I'm taking it. That's your prerogative. Yeah. All right, let's go to the cliffhanger. Okay. Okay. So uh, what... <sighs> This is pretty much like rock climbing. Yeah, you have a very small ledge, fingertips only, and you're kind of sliding across. Now, you also have to it, – it's it's kind of in a Z pattern at different angles. So you have to climb yourself like kind of across to the right and then back across to the left and then back across to the right again. Yeah, this one. I don't know if there's any variation among them, but yeah, that's the picture we're looking at. And it, Yeah, and it has various uh, degrees as well of – the angles True. Uh, so you're kind of like climbing against it and then you have to climb up and then go with it as well um i think that uh tracer is gonna rely on her strength here again to move herself across i think there is a very good possibility that she would slip and fall and which she would use that blink op- or not the blink the recall opportunity to bring her back um and kind of give her a second chance here but that's the only other chance that she's gonna get this does seem like a tough one for her, right? Because, I mean, she's not really known for her physical strength, right? Is that correct? Mostly her speed. I believe so. Yeah, mostly her speed. She's the fastest character in the game. Okay. Um, so, so I'm going to rely on the fact here that Sonic's very light, so he's not have to hold up a lot of weight. And I'm going to say his gloves are actually going to be helping him grip. You think so? I think he's, he, he's put like some type of grippy, gripping substance on his gloves. So wait, so he's taking drugs and he's putting external well, wait, wait. substances. First of all, possessing chaos emeralds is not taking drugs. Okay, it's just you not, have not in the Sonic world. No, you don't. You don't like uh, you know grind up the chaos emeralds and like inject it or anything. You just you just hold them. You just hold them. Mostly, you just collect them throughout the game and then like kind of like forget about it at the end and miss a couple or something. I guess yeah, that's true. All right, so so now he's putting a foreign substance no, no, on no. his gloves. He's just using grippy gloves. They have like a rubber grip on them. Okay. Also, Sonic, there's a he might be able to stand on these. Like he can run so. at weird angles. He might just be able to run on them. All the, right. So the, I, I, the direction change would be hard. The direction change might not be possible, but yeah, I think since him since he is small, that might that might help him. He might be able to just put his just feet on walk them. across it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a possibility. It, it might be a little challenging because I think that those are probably going to not be as wide as his shoes. No, they they don't appear to be, no. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what Sonic's uh, balance ability is. It's but, it's legendary. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, he can run across, like, he can run across water if he wants to sometimes. Even though he's he could sink like a rock? It depends on the Sonic game. <laughs> so so this is this is a question I have for you. So... Is Sonic just going to be going straight through each obstacle nonstop the entire time? Uh, if possible. So, so we did say on that, that net one, the cargo net climb, the jump hang right. where you press, you jump onto a net and climb it. Right. That would slow him down a little bit. I think he'd have to take that slow. Okay. Because he is smaller and he can't really rely on his speed on that. Okay. Uh, but other than that, he's going to be trying to go as fast as possible. He's okay. not going to stop unless he has to. Okay. Um, just because one thing I found in my research also, it says that he has trouble keeping his balance when he comes to a sudden halt. So if there are any instances where he has to stop suddenly in order to move on to the next obstacle or to analyze the obstacle before he gets onto it, he might have a hard time balancing, keeping his balance and he could possibly fall into the water or something. Sure. I guess that's possible. I didn't happen to see that about Sonic. I think someone played a Sonic game where like they, that happened and just made that part of Sonic's background. They just put it on Wikipedia where they stopped and he just knocked over and they're like, Oh, yeah. Like, cannon. like the game has inertia and he like hit something and they're like, Oh, well, that must be a Sonic personality trait. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. 
So I, I, I just wanted to bring that up just in case there's an instance where Sonic has to stop suddenly when he's going at a, a, a fast pace. That's fair. You got you to gotta bring up, you know, what you know. Right. All right. We're going to come to the last obstacle here that we're going to look at today. Probably the most definitely famous yes. obstacle. Iconic. In American Ninja Warrior. And that is the warped wall. The warped wall. Uh, pretty much a giant wall. Kind of like a half pipe. Yep. But way higher and it angles back. It's not straight up and you have to run up it. Yeah. And honestly, I think this is going to be one of the easiest things for both of our characters. I think this is going to be so easy for Sonic. Like this has his name. This is like literally probably in a Sonic level. Like it is. Yeah. He, he gets there and he, he curls up into his little spinning ball thing and it goes. And then he, you let it go, you let go of X or whatever, and he just flies right up. That was a perfect Sonic impression, by the way. You know, you know what I was talking about. Yeah, right? you were like holding down, you were hitting like yes. the charge up button, you're yes. going, and then you let go. Yeah, and then he, and then he flies right up. Exactly. Now, this is the th- a thing though too, is that it angles back. So if Sonic goes all the way up, he's going to start going backwards. So what are you going to so, do to ensure that he, he starts moving forward so he can land on the pad? So you're right. He can't shoot himself off of the of the thing or he'll, he'll basically be going the wrong direction. He'll have, to, yes. he'll have to start at a really high speed, which is no problem for him. Acceleration, he can defy the laws of physics. And then once he's near the very top, he will have to slow down and grab the ledge. So if he comes to a quick sudden halt, <laughs> do you think he's going to lose his balance? Uh, I think his, his, his inertia is going to be carrying him the right direction. So as he slows down, he's going to kind of start leaning towards the ledge he needs to grab on. So as long as he's able to grab the edge and pull himself up, I think he's fine. And since he has that stickiness on his gloves, he'll be fine to stick <laughs> onto it and just pull himself up. They're, they're not, they're not like, it's not like glue. It's just like a rubber gripper. Okay. He has grippy thing. He has grippy gloves. Grippy gloves. Yep. Trademark that. All right, trademark. I don't think that Tracer is going to have an easier t- as time as uh, Sonic did. She's not going to be able to run up this whole thing in one shot. She's going to have to blink. She'll probably get, I'd say, halfway up, and then she would uh, do her blinking abilities to get up to the top, and then she'd have to pull herself up. Uh, now, like we mentioned... In American Ninja Warrior, the most important thing besides completing it is completing it the quickest. And Sonic is going to have a really um, better, easier time here because he's just going to zip right up starting at the beginning. Whereas Tracer, yes, she is fast, but she's not going to start that blinking abilities until she's halfway up the wall. Where it might make things a little uh, more difficult for her. Yeah, I, I I agree. Uh, there there seem to be some on, um, obstacles where Sonic definitely has the advantage, and some where he pretty much has to cheat to get across. That's that's the thing with Sonic. He's going to be great at some, and some are going to be just because of his like physical limitations, like impossible without cheating. Yeah, he's going to have to really think on his feet in order to uh, get through this here. Yeah, that's a good that's a good metaphor because he uses his feet a lot. He does. He really does use his feet. While my character is going to have to. Make sure she blinks and keeps her eyes open. Mm, that wasn't as and, good. And recalls her training. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. No, it wasn't I, bad. I'm sorry. That, that was hard. Yeah, it, it really wasn't that great, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's what we have here for the American Ninja Warrior, yeah, Sonic bro- versus Tracer. Broke it down obstacle by obstacle for you. That's it. Um, if I could just give a quick overall uh, knock on Tracer. Because I I was I didn't have a ton to you know disagree with by obstacle. Sure. sure. But one of the things about her character in Overwatch, she has the lowest health pool. She so does. She will she will die the quickest when taking damage. So I would say that might equate to her stamina. So the obstacles where she isn't able to as easily blink herself across might tire her out um, more quickly. So like the warp wall, like you said, she's going to have to do some physical exertion. The uh, the cliffhanger is going to physically exert her. The the um, the log grip is going to be physically tiring for her. So over time, that that might build up enough for her to be too tired to make. So maybe she'll make a mistake and fall off an obstacle. I think that's a fair point. To counter that, though, her recall ability does allow her to reset her health. Yes. Oh, the, to what it was. To when, to what like how long is it go like five seconds back or. Uh, 
three seconds. Three seconds back. So so it'll be. I, be- I believe it re uh, it resets it to full. Uh, I because think I think it's what it was three seconds ago. Well, because in my research, somebody said like, "Oh, say she had lower health in the past than you did when you recalled." Like, would you have lower health? And everybody said, no, you would not. You would go back to full health. Hmm. Well, maybe we'll have to have a person who knows their, their stuff uh, tell us the the real deal. Yeah, every every week we should have, like, a, a special guest who is our fact checker, <laughs> who is, like, a, a, a champion, a well-known uh, reader in everything that we're talking about. That would be amazing. Well, if Consider- we had that, Steve, they would just probably do their own podcast better than us. They probably would. It'd be called the Who Would Win Fact Checkers. <laughs> we should do like a big fact check episode, but we'd have to do so much research. You uh, know? There'd be there, there's so much stuff. And considering I just learned all of this stuff about Tracer yesterday, um, I, I found it very interesting. I think she's a very very interesting character, and like seeing the gameplay and seeing what she can do, it, it's, it seems like it's a lot of fun to play this game. I don't have a PS4. I think it's only on the PS4. Might um, be on Xbox One also. I think it's for. I think it's on PC. Oh, it might be. I, yeah, I think you're right. It is on PC also. Seems like a lot of fun. So I am on the uh, Overwatch um, Wikipedia, and the uh, recall ability is her health is changed to the value three seconds earlier, unless it is lower. Then I guess you get okay. the higher of the two. Then you get the higher of the two. But you, okay, it's okay. not a heal. It's not a full heal. Okay. Fair enough. So yeah, that could, that could be something that could really uh, damage her, like you said, since she has such low health that doing all these different obstacles, if she's getting really uh, exhausted from them, that could uh, lead to possible mistakes going forward. Yeah, that's my position on that. I think uh, Sonic is going to get called out by the judges for having sticky gloves. Uh, he's going to have foreign... Uh, uh, PEDs, uh, and he's also going to be too occupied with trying to find out where the rings are that he's not going to care about the obstacles. He, and... he knows the ring is at the very end. Oh, yeah, that that is true. The golden yeah. ring is at the end. And we're not sure PEDs are even against the rules. This is true. We still don't know that <laughs> for a fact. Okay. All right, anything else you want to add before we start wrapping up here? I do Any have a quick th- thing to add, as promised. Sure, go ahead. What happened to Dr. Robotnik? Oh, go ahead. So this is the Sonic team lead, Takashi Lizuka, answering the important question of what's the deal with the Dr. Robotnik slash Eggman name. So he says, when the game was originally developed in Japan, they called the character Eggman. That was the name of the character. But when the game got localized and ported into Sonic the Hedgehog that we know in the West, they decided to, without confirming with the development team, change his name to Ivo Robotnik or just Robotnik. That's kind of when everyone first learned about the character. Of course, this was without consulting with the people who made the game. They just went off and did it. It became super popular, and everyone in the West kind of learned about the character as Robotnik. That went on through the classic series in the Genesis Mega Drive era, but as far as the developers are concerned, the ones who made the character and the leaders of what the character is doing next, we really don't want to have anyone in the universe with two names. To us, he's Eggman, but in the rest of the world, he's called Robotnik. We wanted to unify that into one name moving forward, this is something I actually did in the Sonic Adventure series. I made it so that we understand the character's name is Robotnik, but his nickname is Eggman, and as far as everyone concerned in the world, we're just going to call him Eggman as his official name. So they kind of met in the middle? Yeah, they said his real name's Robotnik. His nickname that people call him is Eggman. Got it. Man, look at them. They always have to dumb things down for the West. <laughs> you know, why can't they just call him I Eggman? Don't, I don't know. Eggman is a way dumber name than Robotnik. Eggman is the dumbed-down name. Yeah, I completely agree. They actually made the name, like, more evil-sounding. Yeah. Eggman doesn't sound very tough. Oh, no, not at all. When you hear Robotnik, it's like, oh, my God, there's this robot guy named Nick. That guy's trouble. He's trouble. Yeah, Eggman, like, what does he do? Like, lay his own eggs and then throw (laughs) them at people? (laughs) Seems pretty messed up. Yeah, I just wanted to add that in there because I mentioned it earlier, so now you know. Great. That's awesome. Thanks for looking that up. Oh, the other thing oh. I wanted to add? Sorry. No, you're fine. We were talking about the popularity of American Ninja Warrior. There's also a Netflix series called Ultimate Beastmaster. Very similar. Oh, I did see something along those lines on Netflix. Yep. Similar obstacles, but a little different. A lot of them. Actually, some some that are very different. And uh, the, they kind of frame it as um, different countries competing against each other. I think they have like four or five countries. 
and athletes compete against each other in every episode. I'm calling it now. I think one day they're going to have a global ninja warrior. Well, they'll have all different types of people from across the the world compete. Uh, they could also call it the Olympics, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that'd be pretty cool if they had all these different people from around. The, I think they do. They have people from different countries that compete in American Ninja Warrior. Um, I'm sure, but most since know. they are, so. it, is, it is held in the United States, so most are American. But yeah. I'm sure they allow uh, anyone who wants they to probably come do. to the competition. Exactly. Yeah, the more, more more than welcome. All right. Uh, so that's what we're going to have here for our 50th episode. Can't believe we've made it this far. It's been so much fun. Um, in the Sonic the Hedgehog versus Tracer from Overwatch in American Ninja Warrior. Uh, a big thank you to Andy Baker for suggesting this episode. Please remember, like I said at the beginning and last week, that this whole month, month of August, is Listener Appreciation Month. So we are taking all of your suggestions. We have gotten a couple, um, and Chris and I are going to sift through them and see uh, which ones are we can really, really uh, dig our teeth into. You know, remember, give us some scenarios or one v ones or something. You know, very creative or outside the box, just so that we can wrap our heads around, or even something that we don't know anything about and we have to do research for. Because I actually really enjoyed doing that. Like finding out all this information on Tracer was a lot of fun. So that's going to do it for us this week on the Who Would Win cast. Please remember that there's going to be a Twitter poll where you can vote for who you think would win in American Ninja Warrior, Tracer, or Sonic the Hedgehog. Please retweet it. Let your friends know. Um, like I said, our downloads have been up. We want to get more reviews so that way you can get your fictional background. And we appreciate everything everybody has been doing for the show. Anything you want to add, Chris, before we head out of here? No, that was perfect, Steve. Great. Thanks, Chris. So please remember, as always, to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. It's a place no American has ever been. The top of Mount Midoriyama, the world's toughest obstacle course. This summer, glory awaits on American Ninja Warrior. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.